Hello and welcome to Stranger Things, a Downside Up podcast. I'm DB, and with me as always is Aaron Minogue. Hey! And Jared Levin. What's up? I'm upside down. Jared and I just finished watching all of season one of Stranger Things, and Erin just finished uh, re-watching it. She's been a fan for a long time. So I was thinking of uh, the terms for uh, Stranger Things fans, because it seems to have like a big fan base. I came up with Stranger Kids. I think that's a cool cool name. So like Erin is our Stranger Kid uh, on this show. Yeah. That's good. Knows the show deep dive. Like, how many times did you say you watched uh, the whole thing then? So, I rewatched it a while ago when my stepmom got into it. Okay. I got her watching it. So, I rewatched some of the episodes. Okay. And I rewatched some of them just now. But there's definitely probably bits that I've lost. But then when I'm watching, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I understand that because you kind of you kind of have like a favorite favorite parts, I'm sure, favorite scenes, favorite characters. We'll get into all that. I definitely have some uh, some favorite characters. So uh, overall, I was not as big uh, a fan of it. Jared, you you really liked it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know there was a huge fan base though of Stranger Things. Yeah, I had no oh, idea. For sure, right, right, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, there gonna, is? It, okay. it's definitely got a cult following. I mean, it's it's like uh, kind of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is more like wide, has like a wider, uh, I feel like, popularity. But Stranger mm-hmm. Things is maybe a little bit more narrow, but definitely uh, they're they're fanatic about it. Oh, Stranger really? Things doesn't have the people walking around saying, but did you read the books? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> uh, that, one, that one was aimed right at you, Jared. <laughs> that was, oh, that was that Jared? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad. That's all right. Remember, remember those things he was saying about the Irish last episode? That That's cool. true. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 <laughs> Sorry, you mix. He needs, he needs to, to get some back. That is nice. Okay, yeah, right. There, now they maybe there's not people saying, "Have you read the books?" But there is the the fun then of picking out all of the references, right? To to other books, movies, Stephen King stuff. Uh, they even brought it up. I think in one of the episodes I watched, uh, I don't know if it was last night. It was kind of stoned. The, I feel like they mentioned um, Stephen King actually in the in the episode. So uh, there are things like The Thing, John Carpenter stuff. Um, definitely with the music. That's the one thing that really jumped out at me was the music. The not just the soundtrack where they're pulling in, you know, popular music from the time, but the uh, the score of the show. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love it. I think it's great. They got that like it's like it sounds like it's from an 80s show, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, but it, but it's like kind of new and current. It's got it's very clean. Yeah. Speaking of that, the kid who plays Mike, he's in a band. It's actually this band's actually pretty good. I forget what they're called. Cal Nervi or something. Oh, uh Mike the the younger kid, huh? Yeah. Okay. Frogface. Frogface. <laughs> that would be a great name for that. <laughs> that's what they call him when they knock him down, when they trip him. Oh, okay. They call him Frogface. Frogface, the bully kids. <laughs> that, I knew that Frogface was not written. That was something they came up with once they cast that character. Because yeah. it really is a good insult for him. It does fit. I was actually, I've been listening to the soundtrack the last couple of days at work. Because I was like, you know... Yeah, just as you're watching it, I like how it's subtle. It's in the background. It's not overpowering, but it really, it kind of has, 
well, no, I was going to say kind of like Twin Peaks, but Twin Peaks is actually a little over the top. Um, yeah. We, but it was supposed yeah, to be. This is much more subtle. <laughs> I, I think it's great. Been listening to that soundtrack. Also, uh, I don't know what your guys' feelings are on Toto's Africa, but that, that fucking song, that encapsulates <laughs> like the entire fucking 80s to me. It's <clears throat> great. That and Sade's Smooth Operator, which I didn't yeah. hear any, anywhere in here. But that song is great. It's great even now. You can go back and listen to it. I listen to it a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, it's a go-to jukebox song for me when I'm out at the bar. It's one everybody can get behind. Not Weezer's version, of course. You don't like Weezer's version of, of Africa? Not really. No. I love Weezer, but I'm like, guys, come on. Huh. That's interesting because I it, it's so... It didn't like really try to do anything different with it. It was just like a very straightforward cover, but it's like really, really nice. I love the uh, the guitar sound on it. Did you see the video with Weird Al? Oh, Weird Al's in the video. I did not see the video. Oh, it's great. Maybe that'll change everything for me. I have so little familiarity with Weezer apart from that Buddy Holly video uh, from uh, the late 90s. I think it was we were in high school or maybe, yeah. Had the to be Blue Album. School. The blue yeah. album's so good. And but like mm-hmm. I was so unfamiliar with how they looked when I was watching the video that is actually Weird Al just playing them. I thought that was actually Weezer. I had no idea that there was Weird Al. <laughs> I didn't believe it. My friend my coworker had to explain it to me. I'm like, that's that's Weird Al. I thought that was them. It's really weird. It's a weird video. It's like yeah, Weird Al covering I don't know. But um They also cover the ha ha's um take on me and you know, Frogface. Right. Frogface's band is on it. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, they they put out that album recently of all covers. And uh, yeah, that's right. And I think there are like three or four songs in there that I like. And then the other ones that I wasn't like, wasn't too into. But it's worth checking out. Yeah, I'll look into it. I'm definitely going to watch that music video with Weird Al. Yeah, yeah. It's on, yeah, it's it's on YouTube. It's definitely, it's it's good. It's, uh, uh, it's great. I also like how Will's brother's like, yo, I'm into The Clash. I'm like, all right. That was great. <laughs> yeah. We were just listening to The Clash um, like a couple of weeks ago. I was playing it for my wife. She never uh, heard it. And I was, because I don't know why it was on my mind. But yeah, The Clash is great. Um, what else? There is the, uh, I wear my sunglasses at night. If oh, Corey Hart. Yeah. That's a very weird video. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, the song's weird. The song is weird. I don't even know what it's about, I don't think. It's something about beware of the guy who wears sunglasses (laughs) at night. I don't know, but it's actually, he's got a good voice. It's kind of cool. He's got it like when he yells. It's not bad. Yeah. Good, good. It kind of sounds like it's a stalker song, though, too. Like, he's like, he's, he's following you around, but he's got sunglasses on, so he can't be identified. That one... And I was thinking the other day about how um, George Harrison's, what is the name of that song? Uh, oh, I Got My Mind Set On You. Yeah. That one. That is a stalker song. Yeah. That's like for Ted Bundy. That's like what <laughs> Ted like, Bundy would do. He would get his mind set on somebody. They got to have the part, yeah. the hair parted down the middle. And then he's going to, it's going to take money. You know, you got to get the. I got to scratch that itch. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's such a fucking weird song. It's re- and and I hate that song too. That's an awful song. I think I loved it when I was like four years old. Uh, that was see, my jam. Is your jam? <laughs> <laughs> well, you were four years old. You can be forgiving. You don't know any better. But adults, adults have a lot to answer for for making that song popular. 
That's why that's why they broke up, you know, the Beatles. They're like, George, we can't have songs about fucking serial killers. <laughs> George, yeah, George is always coming up with these uh yeah, these song lyrics about following I want to follow this girl home who who I just I want to wear her skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to I want to wear her skin. I, uh, yeah, I want to keep her in the basement in a in a well. What's wrong with that? I'll feed and water her. I'll take care of her. I'm going to give her a lotion. I'm responsible enough, I promise. Please let me get one. John and Paul are like, no. <laughs> Ringo's like, I don't know. We could try it out for a week and see what happens. Yeah. The ironic thing is that Yoko is probably like, yeah, let's give it a shot. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> She's always, I've got a girl in mind. <laughs> I'll scream. I'll scream back up. God, fucking Yoko, man. So, Sorry. Uh, well, I get that distance. What, what are you apologizing for Yoko for? What have you been... Have you been her advocate lately? No. Oh. Uh, she she probably sell her period blood or something. I'm sorry, what? I just don't want to anger her. She smells period blood? Is that what I heard? Yeah. Sells it. <laughs> sells oh, it. Oh, sells it. Is that serious? Is that something real? How much is she paying the people for the blood that she's selling? Because I could use a side hustle. <laughs> it's a little side hustle. Yeah. yeah. Burn the Beatles money. And that's much less, uh, you know, painful. Well, I don't know if it's painful. I don't like needles than actually having to, you know, draw blood or and give blood that way. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's one way to do it. I mean, it's let's it's take a, this to the FDA. Just a natural thing. Yeah, let's yeah, take yeah. It. <laughs> we, we got a proposal here. I know you now. I know you guys get a lot of wacky proposals, but hear us out. <laughs> we just open with menstrual blood, and that's when they get up and typically walk away. That's what I found on first dates. That's why I stopped open. That's why I stopped opening with that. You know, at least not not before the appetizers come. That's more yeah. Of, that's more of like the. Uh, that's dessert chat. That's dessert chat. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's when it's too late. Is that your closer? <laughs> and let me explain to you a little something about George Harrison's song there. Yeah. Oh, it's good to bring up stalking on first date too. Now, so the music is something that I thought was good about this show. I'm going to throw in a couple of criticisms. Tell me what, what, you, what you think about this. I felt like some of the dialogue, a little too expository in places. There, there's a lot of putting pieces together about what's going on based on very scant information. That's something that kind of drives me nuts. That's just, that drives me nuts in, in some movies, too, um, when they do that. But uh, that was... It didn't drive me nuts here, but I was noticing it. Well, hey, the kids are smart. You know? They're very smart, and they're very nerdy. Yes. Yeah. So True. that's kind of what I thought. Like, I'm not a nerd, so of course I wouldn't have gotten it off of that. But they play Dungeons and Dragons. They know what the fuck's happening. Dude, I love how they use their science teacher <laughs> as like a, <laughs> for any kind of explanation or anything to, that's going on. Now, when it, when it's when they're doing it that way, I enjoy that because that's a little tongue in cheek. That's fun, right? Yeah. And, and he's, theoretically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> science teacher looks like he's got a little George Harrison going on with him. Well, he, he, he likes the uh, the Asian persuasion. Uh, know, so, Jared, I don't know you, you picked up on that. Jared's, Jared, oh, I, Jared uh, explain like, for Aaron uh, what Jared. How he's is, got yellow fever. Got a yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I've got yeah. the jungle fever. He's got the yellow fever. And Jared, Jared, what's your what's your uh, background? Just so Aaron can understand. 
My mom's my mom's from the Philippines and my dad's Jewish. So you hate Asians and Jews, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, well, he doesn't limit it to just Asians and Jews. He's very he's indiscriminate with his prejudices. His, he spreads his hate around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, spread it around. He's got a lot to go around. You can hear it in his voice. <laughs> he's just he's just waiting to find out what you are, Aaron, and then that's getting added to his list. <laughs> I'm Irish, obviously. Okay. Oh, I mean, my name's Aaron. So yeah. Oh, I didn't, and I, I forgot to ask. Am I pronouncing your last name right, Minogue? Yeah. Okay. All right. Irish, French, and German. It's a little late oh. to be asking now. We just did the intro for two fucking episodes. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole! <laughs> I am. Please uh, keep uh, puking on my shoe. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I got some Irish in me too. You're Irish and what else? Somewhere. I don't know. I don't really know. You're not a wasp, though. Not not a wasp. I mean, you heard me say I was South Jersey, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely not so a wasp. So you, you know I'm white trash. Why are you yeah. bringing up wasp talk? <laughs> Here's another thing. It feels to me like uh, maybe 60 to 65% of the show is just people screaming other people's names. <laughs> so that's a lot. And 95% of that is Wynonna Ryder screaming for Will. At, oh my at, God. In episode five, I had to start fast forwarding through Wynonna Ryder. I couldn't take it anymore. It's just her screaming, Will, is that you? Will, speak to me. And I just, I, I'm like, I get it. I get it. I'm just going to start fast forwarding. Winona Ryder. Dude, they're getting kidnapped by a monster. You know, it's her mom, you know. She's a fine mom. Not criticizing her parenting at all. Not like the, the douchebag uh, uh, ex-husband or boyfriend. Baby or, daddy. Yeah, baby yeah. daddy. Uh, not, not not doing that. But yeah, you know, she's just, uh, she's she's always at, t- did they not have Valium? What year is this? 1985? Did they not have Valium? Because she needs like a KFC bottle oh. of it, in my opinion. She probably could have still gotten her hands on a quaalude. This was a time of lewds. This is like the tail end of lewds, right? And remembering Wolf Valium of Wall Street. Valium for shit. Yeah. Or yeah. like, Valium. I'll take another quaalude. Thank you. <laughs> Rolling Stones were singing about Mama's Little Helper. So they definitely had them at this time. Well, I'm sure I'm sure the people who were working with thought she was on it. Oh, when she was buying 30 boxes of lights. Yeah, so she's like buying 30 boxes of lights. She's like, what the fuck is with this shit? <laughs> she's like, I need another telephone. And she's yeah, getting in she advance. Needs an, who buys yeah, telephone? and she's like, listen, you piece of shit. I've been working at this dollar store for the last 10 years. Yeah. You know, with a $20 phone in like 1985, that was a big purchase. It wasn't even a cordless. It, it wasn't, wasn't cordless, but it was like, but I mean, those things were heavy. Those are heavy. Rotary. Listen, listen, kids, those rotaries, you had to like take the number and then you had to like ring it. Yeah, it took a while because you then had to wait. Were they showing? I can't remember if it was this that I was watching, but they, were show, they show it like, and then you could actually take it and manually spin it back up to like kind of help speed things along. Yeah, try to. But then if you fucked up like the sixth number, you were like, oh, God damn it. Gotta go back. Gotta do it over. Hang it up. <laughs> but you didn't have to always use the area code. I was like, uh, I was explaining that yeah. to someone who's like 21. <laughs> That's because there was no long distance, really. That's true. You millennials have no idea. Or Gen Z. Is it Gen well, I, Z? I grew up before like the internet. So it was like mixing in. Yeah, you did too. I feel like I feel like it's really Gen Z that we talk about that has grown up knowing nothing but. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're the, they're the latest ones. Because I still had to rewind the VCR when I was a kid. Rewind the tapes. Oh if you didn't take it back to Blockbuster. Please be kind. Yeah. Yeah. You had to rewind it. But that that put a strain on your uh, on your VCR. So then you would have to buy the separate just video cassette rewinder. But you yeah. needed that one anyway because that one rewound it lickety split. Your VCR would be like, "I'll be done with this in about ten minutes," and then you could take it back. <laughs> yeah, you you get to sit there. We never had one of those though. We never. My parents never broke down and bought one of those. We just used the VCR. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we were wasps. We yeah. had one. Oh, okay. Okay. Did you, did you tie the sweatshirt in your neck? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we did some of that probably. Letterman jackets, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Every now and then there would be uh, fights out on the front lawn too. So. <laughs> okay. Balances it out. <laughs> we had a nice balance. Oh, for real? You would actually have fights out, out on your front lawn? Like who? Family members? What? What are we talking yeah. about? Neighbors? Dude, South Jersey. South Jersey and Philly. That's family cool. versus family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no lawsuits in the mix. No, okay. Everybody <laughs> lives in the house. Fueled by Yingling. Well, I'm I'm one of five siblings. Okay. Oh yeah. So okay. All right. Yeah. So, so we're yeah we're definitely getting uh, getting Irish. We had some bare knuckle brawling going yeah, on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So where and where are you in that lineup? Are you at the uh, are you the oldest or the youngest? I'm number two. Oh, okay. All right. So you got to rule. The yeah, yeah. I got to rule a little bit. Um, I got to have the parents that were excited about being parents still. Okay. Because when that shit gets down to the bottom, they're like, oh, God, someone else raised this kid. Go, go and do something. <laughs> and it probably falls on, on you, actually, right? You know, well, that's older... when the number two position was nice. Because what, number the, the, the first one then really takes on the responsibility? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, any other just like overall thoughts uh, for you guys just about the the show in general? Then we can kind of like kind of breeze through like the each of the episodes. I have some thoughts. Yeah. The 80s nostalgia was definitely huge for me. Yes. But also I think what is so great about this show is that it's all kids basically doing the acting and they're fucking great. Yeah, they are. I think they're really I mean, to me, I'm like Winona, girl. You need to dial it back a little. It's a little bit much. Oh, so you felt you felt the same really? way. Really? Dude, I'm the one who, I do I texted Derek. I was like, Winona's really good in this. Yeah, I didn't I didn't respond at that because I was like, I don't <laughs> you know. You did what, not respond. Maybe I was just gonna give you the benefit of the doubt that maybe you were stoned or something, because that's how I was watching I was, some of this. But, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, she was like Winona's best role was Lydia in Beetlejuice. I was gonna bring this up too. Like this is a far cry from that toned down uh performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. I like her deadpan like that. Yeah. When she starts trying to get all emotional, I'm like, it's making me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything to you, Winona, to have to feel like this. Yeah, she really did feel like she was, she was screaming at us. Like, this. Yeah. It, it's a little What's bit. That? Reminds me a little bit of how um, Christina Aguilera approaches singing, where she's going to really just, just kind of grab the notes and wrestle them to the floor like i am i am acting or like christina is like i am singing and you're going to appreciate the singing she said yeah it was always over the top it was always at, at uh, 10 just needed to tone it down a little bit from time yeah. to time yeah there are some oh but um, let, me, let me let you finish you were talking about um uh other things about the acting and the kids so which kids did you think were were great well i have a really soft spot for that little toothless number 
Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like him. <laughs> I love that kid. He's my favorite one probably out of the group. He's definitely He's mine. from South Jersey, the actor. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, damn. There you go. You were picking up the, uh, the, the unspoken Getting the vibes. vibes. Yeah. No, I, yeah, he was good. I liked him. <laughs> the peacemaker. <laughs> his character, I mean, it's partly for the for the writing of his character, right? He's supposed to, he's definitely like the one that is um uh yeah, the kind of, more the comic relief. But yeah, he's He's he the one that fun. grows up to do a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get, <laughs> see what you get to look forward to? Oh man. <laughs> see you at an open mic. <laughs> good luck in the lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hope you get your teeth back by then. Yeah. I mean, and also, can we talk about the fact that he has, like, no teeth? Yeah, what what was going on? Because he seemed like he is older than you would be when you're losing your teeth. So what what was really going on there? And is that real or is that uh, like cos- I think it's real and I think it's meth now that I hear he's from South Jersey. Oh, that's a good point. South Jersey. What a one. He sleeps out in the streets of Camden doing meth. Yeah, they started oh, young. He must have known the crackhead was trying to serve me gas at the pump. <laughs> you should have had an interview with him for this thing. I know he would. He would. He's like, I would have known him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely he's definitely one of my favorites too. I'll tell you one. I tell you who I think the strongest uh, actor just in the show entirely is is uh, Nancy. I thought she was. She was the one that was like a breath of fresh air whenever she was on for me, uh, because and this isn't Jared like uh, this isn't like another Daenerys crush. For oh, me. isn't it? Okay, <laughs> all right. She doesn't remind you of the girl you have a crush on in high school. I was I I was just gonna say it sounds like maybe you're just got a little sweet tooth, but. <laughs> no well because i am concerned like seriously about her her well-being i was uh like concerned that she is anorexic she's very oh, somebody fat. needs to get her a hot plate okay so were you noticing this too my god she's kind of like she's bringing out a little skeletor for that 80s nostalgia and it seemed like she was getting thinner between like the first and like the the third episode i was like just the she was she, i was because she's got to be like 18 19 or 20 I'm thinking like she's playing younger than than she's than like she 17. is. I know in the show, but she's probably like a, a, as an actress. But no, as an actress, she's 17. Oh, she she's is really young. Oh, OK. Oh, I was going to say she's probably in her 20s, but she looks so young. We're just trying to get her help. Yeah, no, because, you know, I mean, like you definitely came came at this like out of concern. Like I'm very I'm concerned about this person because the other thing that I was then. So I'm thinking like, oh, OK, like I'm concerned that you may be anorexic and yet you're delivering like really solid performance which takes a lot of energy so i'm like where do you get this energy from because okay it's not like you're you have to do like she's not constantly screaming like winona Ryder, thank god but she is like really good like just what she can do with like her she has expressive eyes and eyebrows like yeah she was she was great and and she had she had more, one of the more three dimensional rounded characters. There's a lot of like two dimensional characters um, in here. I felt the characters that just play the same thing from start to finish. But her character actually goes through like uh, a change and, and a development. But I thought she was did did a great job as, as as an actress. And so I'll be interested to see. Hopefully she comes back in season two. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't not seen it. I'll tell you this too. 
the mom, Mike and Nancy's mom, I, she gets on my nerves. Not a fan. But I love, I love the way that all of her children speak to her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you, bitch. I love, too, how she is almost always holding a glass of Chardonnay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I like her more than I think. Yeah, I liked her. Actually, I'm surprised to hear you say that. I thought you were going to say that you actually liked her because I have her noted down and she, she was one of the ones that I enjoyed. She wasn't like a terrible mom. She wasn't like uh, terribly annoying either. She just felt like a kind of genuine, a genuine character. And the other one that I fucking love is their dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah her dad's great. <laughs> Typical 80s dad. Yes. Mike with a girl? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Just sitting at the dinner table, just totally, just totally checked out. (laughs) Yes, disconnected. The, the, The glasses, the hair, everything. I mean, nobody really comes out of the 80s looking too good, but the 80s dad look, that was, that is one, that is a difficult one to live down. He's got his sweaters on. Yeah, oh, the sweaters, yes. He's never cold. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry, how in the fuck are they swimming in a pool when it's December? Wait, when were they swimming? Oh, at the party. Oh, yeah. They were drunk. They did just, they they were fully clothed, and then they pushed each other in, jumped in. Is it a heated pool? Could be a heated pool. It could be a heated pool. Steve's family looks like they got money. They definitely yeah. do have money. Also, how come every time you're like the jock douche character, your name is Steve? Steve is good. Yeah. <laughs> also, rule number one of jock douchebag 80s trope. Um, you, your, your parents have money and you have a heated pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice and house. And you got a nice quaff. Yeah, he's got a nice, <laughs> <laughs> a nice healthy quaff. His hair was great, and it, he kind of like had like the one strand that comes down that was like Johnny Depp and Crybaby. Yeah. They got a little Danny Zuko going on. Yeah, who's Danny Zuko? John Travolta from Greece. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's definitely what they were going for. Yeah, his beautiful, luscious head of hair just draws your eye even more to Nancy's bald spot. Yeah, you want to hook up with her? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they're good together, because he can just cut some of that off and, and give it to her, and she can just, like, tape it on. Scotch tape. Okay. You know. Yeah. I'd say it's got to look perfect, but it'll be enough to cover it up. She's probably got a glue stick. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Those are big in the 80s. She's got one of them in her Trapper Keeper. Yeah. You could eat those, too. Oh, were you a glue eater? Oh, a, no. Actually, I don't understand what that what that was about. But Neither did I. <laughs> there was always a glue eater. <laughs> I smelled it. The rubber cement. I was a rubber cement smeller. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Now, did you just smell it or did you put it in the paper bag and do it properly? <laughs> no, I, I did it half ass. Oh, man. Come on. I know. All right. Well, that's... You know what? One of these episodes, I'll, uh, I'll come with the stuff. Oh, 100%. We're going to huff some rubber cement before <laughs> next recording. You guys will tune in for that. <laughs> Best Stranger Things podcast ever after huffing glue. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like the toothless kid. <laughs> well, that'll be that'll be similar to the uh, to the Game of Thrones episode you did after eating an edible. <laughs> yeah, I had to do that. I mean, I'm high now. Oh, okay, all right. Nice. I'm jealous. I feel like I should be high right now. <laughs> well, if you uh, if you got a corner store, they might have some rubber cement. That's what I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
They should sponsor us. Hey, rubber cement. <laughs> well, but so Steve is uh, Steve is another character that I actually kind of liked. He had some growth. He wasn't. He was supposed to be kind of an asshole douchebag jock, but really, when you think about it, he wasn't all that bad. He wasn't like totally pressuring Nancy to have sex. I mean. He his friends are the worst part, and of course he oh. ditches them. And I could not fucking stand. And I I started calling them uh, the Molly Ringwalds, the two girls that are definitely like inspired by Molly Ringwald that they have hanging yeah. around on the periphery of their little group, who just like egg everything on. They're such sociopaths. I can't yeah. stand them. Dumb bitches. I, oh man, <laughs> I, I feel bad for Nancy's friend Barbara. Oh jeez. Oh. Okay, Barbara. Barbara looks like a young Janet Reno. 100%. She looks like a middle-aged Janet Reno. And that is why like, the whole town is going crazy and we have nighttime searches for Will. But Barbara goes missing and everybody's like, nah. Her mom doesn't even fucking realize. Even her mom's like, yeah. Whatever. Tell her to call me if you see her. Natalie Holloway gets 24-7 coverage on CNN, but Barbara, you know, it's, uh, she had a good run. She <laughs> gets a, a little run. byline. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I thought, well, I thought that was weird. Like, I thought it was weird that she wanted to go sit out on the diving board. Like, go home, bitch. <laughs> yeah. You're not getting laid here. There's nobody for you. That's true. She this was Go after, home and masturbate. Yeah, this was after she was told, essentially, to go home. Yeah, why does... I, that's right. The, this, the timeline doesn't really add up. Why does she go sit on the diving board and look sullen? Like, if not for a photo. And why is her hand just dripping gushing blood? Go home and take care of your injury. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she cut There's her bleeding all over everything. Cut her hand, and yeah, you don't put that into the pool. Into the heated pool. Yeah, that's a into the heated pool. That's a health code violation. <laughs> she got some nerve. Get that shit out of here. Because going back to like Steve, Steve doesn't really deserve that. Steve's not actually like the terrible guy. Of course, I know he has his like redemption in the end. But even before that, I was like, okay. When he breaks Jonathan's camera, now just put yourself in in <laughs> Steve's shoes. Like there is this creepy guy who you find out was taking kind of st- going back to our earlier conversation about stalkers. He was yeah. kind of taking stalker photographs. They don't beat him up. They tear up his photos. Uh, incidentally, I don't know why they don't understand what the difference between a print and a negative is. You can tear up the print all you want. You still get the negatives, but then they break his camera. I I mean, they don't beat him up. Not great, but not actually totally out of line, given what they've seen about what he did. I agree. Yeah. Plus, you know, they don't want, you know, the parents to find out. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Somebody, you you had a secret party with your friends over. I had teenage sex with Laura or uh, Nancy. Nancy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was thinking about Laura. Uh, he was thinking about Barbara, let's be honest. He got that hot piece of ass sitting on the table. He's like, her, she's got a nice luscious quaff, too. Yeah. I don't know why she cuts it so short. Oh, man. Would you, it would have been great if they showed her just like take off the glasses and shake that hair out. And she, maybe she does somehow become hot. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think she's going to have her she's out of control moment. <laughs> She's that no no girls gone wild like lifting up, lifting up the the shirt. 
I got another point about this quote unquote party. He's very worried about the parents finding out about the uh, the party. I think when it comes to Barbara's gone missing and, and uh, Nancy wants to bring attention to this. And he's very worried about the parents finding out about the party. He had three people over to his house. That is not a party, mate. That's not a party. <laughs> it's more friends than I had in high school, but it's still it's more of a get together. It's not a party until there's someone that wanders out and throws a beer bottle at your neighbor's house. (laughs) Or what's the the line, my friend, until someone puts their dick in the mashed potatoes, which maybe (laughs) at the end, maybe that's why Winona Ryder's mashed potatoes were so runny. Yeah, it makes sense. Too much screaming. <laughs> it just it just makes good sense, right, Jared? <laughs> she had a lot of different dicks in those potatoes. Yeah. Is that one guy, her baby's daddy, is he the, the baby daddy of both Will and Jonathan? Yes. Yeah, okay. You were mentioning too many dicks in the mashed potatoes. I thought maybe maybe that was a euphemism. Yeah. Speaking of dicks in the mashed potatoes. Did she fuck Hooper? I think yes. I mean, I'm getting the sexual tension from them for sure. Oh, dude, there's so much. I mean, dude, they killed a Gorgon or whatever. Demogorgon. So there was that interesting part where he makes that phone call to the woman with the child, right? So who is that? Do we know? Yes, that is his former baby mama. Okay. He had a daughter that died. Yes. I think she had cancer or something. Yeah, one of those depressing ones. She had, yeah, like not one of the cool ways that yeah. kids die. Yeah. She had one of the sad ones. She, yeah. At least Barbara went out in a cool way. Yeah. Barbara's <laughs> death. I mean, God, only one in her graduating class. <laughs> Props for that. <laughs> so, so he called the old baby mama because after the death of the child, he was like full on binge mode. Okay. <laughs> and oh. she was like, fuck this, man. I got to get a new man. And maybe and maybe the 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 binge mode was him also cuz he plowed the librarian, probably <laughs> Winona <laughs> Reiner and um god knows who who else. I mean, yeah. I like how one of his deputies like, "You did the librarian?" <laughs> Without me? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That's, well, that's... and the, he don't discriminate either because you look at that librarian. She's not getting too many gentlemen callers. <laughs> no, but, but does she take it? See, I'm always kind of confused because does she take out the glasses and the bun and then underneath is, I mean, are, are we, I, I can't remember. She's got a great set of tits or something yeah. underneath of her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Her blouse. She could more so than Barb. Definitely, Definitely. more so than Barb. <laughs> Poor Barb. I feel more bad for Barb now than when we first started saying that Dude, we felt bad for her. It, it's awful. I'm like, what? everyone's just like, oh, well, oh, where'd she go? <laughs> but they did kind of reverse the uh, the horror movie trope. It wasn't the uh, the whore who dies. It's the virgin who, get, who, yeah. who dies. That was kind of refreshing. That was nice. And she did bring it on herself. If she'd gone to her car and driven home, she probably would have, uh, she'd probably still be around. Yeah. Trying to cock block. She was in love with Nancy. Oh, do you think oh. so? That's a, she yeah. does look like a Hil- Silver Lake hipster. She's a lesbian. I'm surprised uh, didn't pick that up. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a plot twist. Huh. <laughs> so they were like, we got to kill the gay person. This is the 80s. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, this is actually... If we don't get our AIDS, well. <laughs> this show produced by the Westboro Baptist Church, right? That's, 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 the, that's the subtext <laughs> for sure. So we all pretty much agree that he probably slept with Winona Ryder. Is that right? Yeah, I think he had to. Dude, he slept with the librarian. 
Yeah. Or he definitely has at least masturbated to her. <laughs> well, oh, I know that. Well, I mean, most of us, most of us have. I might be point, the only person here right now that has it. To Winona Ryder. I mean, I um, got my hands full with the toothless boy. Now I, <laughs> and now, I now was I thinking just of say, Benny in June. I would say that um, definitely in the Heathers, she cast a wider net than she did as Lydia. Um, she wasn't getting any Steves. That's true. Yeah, no because Steve's the whole goth Which one of you sick fucks masturbated to her during Girl Interrupted? <laughs> oh yeah, she's that's late '90s, so she was definitely. But the, but there there she was having trouble competing with Angelina Jolie. Oh yeah, you know? aren't we then all? That's when she started stealing shit. She could kind of be on the side watching. Like in your fantasy with Angela, I don't know. I was trying to think of that uh, the movie she was in with the Edith Wharton adaptation. What, what is that? Was it Edward Scissorhands? Was she in that? Yeah, was she in Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> yeah, she's a ginger in that. Oh, really? You know who else is in that? Is Anthony Michael Hall from Breakfast Club, and he plays the Steve character in that movie. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, and then also this is a fun fact. I don't know that this is going to make the cut here, but. Just for you guys, a girl that I went to high school with ended her marriage because she started having a relationship with Anthony Michael Hall. Nice. (laughs) So that's like this. Her ex-husband has to go through life now. (laughs) His wife left him for the nerd from Breakfast Club. How many years ago was this? I would say it's like uh, going on probably 10 at this point. Okay, that's not that long ago. That so this was uh, long after his star had fallen. Oh yeah. Oh. Well then, that... then he did this like this must must have been around the time that he started doing this TV show. Okay. I don't know what it's called. I feel like he was like in law enforcement or one of those, but he was like a TV star now. Yeah, and then wasn't there some news story like a few years ago? He got in like a fight with his neighbor, a fist fight with his neighbor. Is that Anthony Michael Hall? Well, that's how you get a Jersey girl right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so wait, do, you, do you keep in touch with her? Have you like, are you friends with her? Do you, have you like met Only Anthony? on Facebook. Oh, not, okay. And, and they're not together anymore either. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he's since moved on. Oh, no. Anthony Michael, <laughs> you got breaking you got, hearts. Wow, still, still breaking them. And then, um, well, just for for that marriage that was broken out, did they have kids? Yeah, two. Of them. Oh, fuck, fuck. That is Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't even know why I asked. I just what I meant to ask was like, how many? Like, is it a, a more or less than four? Is it a gaggle or what are we talking about here? Yeah. We haven't talked about L yet. Eleven. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about L. And her coke habit. I th- yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I had I had that noted down here too. Man, you keep bleeding from your right nostril. You gotta start alternating your nose, your nostrils, man. Put I put in the straw up the left one. That's a protein. Amateur. Yeah. Being from South Philly, you'll probably appreciate this. I had a uh, uh, I knew a girl back in Chicago who had done by age twenty five had done so much cocaine that she could press her nose flat against her face. She'd worn down all of the cartilage in her nose. That is sick. But you didn't notice it, like because it would then like pop back. I guess the skin will like naturally take that shape. But yeah, you could press it all the way all the way against the side. She was cool. 
That was her party trick. Yeah, yeah it was a it's a trick for me. It, it, hey it, guys, it, look what I can do. <laughs> so good, right? I mean, that's better than milk coming out your nose or whatever. <laughs> but why does the blood always come out come out of the one nostril? I mean, it's a cool it's a cool effect, cool look. But do we do we have any other any other information? Any any theories apart from the cocaine use? Obviously, that that's probably so. It's probably just the actress. Um, just kept getting nosebleeds on set, and they're like, "Okay, we'll just make it part of the character." It, yeah. It's tough being a child actor. It doesn't answer for the blood that spills out of her ears, though. Yeah, that's and that's a really bad place to have blood come out of, right? That's yeah. I think the only version. worst place is from your butthole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the other. Other thing about Elle is um, they they're only feeding her like candy, eggos, and uh, pudding. So I hope by season three we got a sto- B storyline where she has type two diabetes. Is that is that what's coming? <laughs> the eggos. Did you guys like eggos growing up? I did, but I was more like a put ice cream on the eggos. That's good. I never even thought that of that. Good. Oh, you've never done a waffle. Ice cream sandwich? No. Waffle cone. Oh, but damn. Yeah, you got to get up on that. But now, have you done it? You you did it with Eggos, but have you done it with like now that they have all the good like um, uh, restaurants and like boutique things like that, like like a real waffle, like a homemade waffle? I'm not a real waffle girl. Oh, oh no. I'm, I'm not a really huge sweets fan. Okay. There's too much going on with a real waffle, like a Belgian waffle. I have no interest, but I'll fuck with eggos all day. You fuck with So you won't go. Yeah, you won't go like the the homemade route, but you'll go the the eggos. So I guess it's mm. you can take the girl out of South Philly, but or South Jersey, but he can't take the South Jersey out. She knows what she likes. <laughs> now, to be fair, I don't know the last time I've eaten an eggo. Okay. But when I did eat eggos. I did. I don't do the maple syrup on it and all that deal. I'll throw some ice cream. But if you guys want to do the ice cream sandwich, here's a pro tip for you. Okay. You got to toast your ego and then you got to let that bitch chill for a minute. You can't go throwing your ice cream on it while it's still hot. Your sandwich uh, will be destroyed. You uh, got to give it a little time to cool. So it'll still be kind of crisp on the outside and hot on the exactly. inside. Ah. Oh, so just right. All right. So the ice cream can still keep its form for a little bit as well. This is great. So we're going to have to combine this. Like after we do the rubber cement huffing paint, we're going to have these Eggo ice cream sandwiches. This is going to be awesome. I'm, you know what? I'm booking my ticket now. <laughs> I'm coming down to LA. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> we're going to sit in a room and huff glue and eat <laughs> waffle ice cream sandwiches. The middle school podcast. We'll just do it right here in the, in the <laughs> office, Jared. You know, I'll just explain to my, my 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 wife what we're doing. Look, we it's for the show. Research. We have to have paint, or we have well, we should have paint too, I guess. That's true. Yeah, we can upgrade it. We can upgrade. We, we could. We should do. We should still do at least one huff of rubber cement, and then we can just do the spray paint like real men and women. <laughs> there we go. I like yeah. it. Yeah. No, 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 this, no, this fake ass shit. <laughs> so she goes to that store, that grocery store, and what episode was this in? I'm looking for it now. I think it's like the sixth or fifth one. Yeah, I think it's like six or something like that when she steals the egos because she uh, ran away. Okay, uh, yes. Lucas got in a fight with uh, Will. I mean, not with Mike. Episode 
six. Yeah. By the way, what, what, I don't know what it, to make of this town of Hawkins. You have a clearly unwell, you know, disheveled, dilapidated girl walking into a grocery store and everybody's just immediately giving her dirty looks. Yeah. What the? F- well, they know, they know everybody in Hawkins, I guess. I guess. Except for the TV repairman <laughs> who's part of a government task force not no, not a bad an eye on that guy yeah does anybody want to bother asking where who when this company came into business they just roll through in a caravan like what kind of repair company rolls through with a caravan of six fucking vans that there were parts of this too that were very um et yeah very ET. for me well, you know other writing yeah it felt like i was getting a little et vibe from it Demi Gorgon's got the same skin color as E.T. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? The Demi Gorgons are what happens when you feed E.T. after midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Too many Ego balls. (laughs) Nobody wants to ask her uh, if she's okay. Although the store manager does ask if she's okay. And when she proceeds to, she calls him a mouth breather. Yeah. Yeah. Is that was that a thing that I missed from earlier in the the series? Like, where did mouth breather come from? Yes, Mike. When they trip him and call him Frog Face, yeah, he tells her that a mouth breather tripped him. Oh, yeah. Remember those two bully kids who yeah. tripped Mike? The one who just goes from uh, from a schoolyard fight to uh, attempted murder with a knife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these people just go from zero to ten so fucking quickly in this town. It's because of Winoa Ryder. It's, a, it's, it's her uh, gremlin, you know. Was that a Ford Gremlin or a Ford Pinto? I, I couldn't tell. It looked like something like Oh, it like better that. be a it Gremlin. It looked like a Ford Gremlin. I think me. it's a Gremlin. Yeah, I think so too. Maybe Pinto is more 70s. I think they took those out by then. So, yeah. 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 Who, uh, I believe the chief fucked her in that car. Oh, yeah. oh back. he's a backseat guy, huh? With his hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't take off that hat. You work. You earned that hat. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron, what were, you, what were you saying? Do we know where they live? What, like, where is this town? Oh, it's in Indiana. Indiana. Oh, it's Indiana. Okay, I missed that. Yeah. So then they have cold winters. Oh, it, it was taking me back because I, yeah, Chicago, Indiana, it's all the same. Um, scenes of Midwestern winter depress the shit out of me. I have a, like a visceral <laughs> reaction. I cannot, it, it is awful. I just remember life out, out there in that and it is just all this yeah the salt for the de-icing everything and it's like it just rusts the shit out of your car it's so fucking depressing i I, I hate it is that why you left absolutely yeah same yeah get the fuck out of that out of that way <laughs> i remember uh when I think it really sunk in. I'd always want, well, I grew up wanting to move to California, just dreaming of like, you know, just always being at the beach. And um, yeah, that's what you did in New Year's Eve. We went surfing in. Uh... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, yeah. Jared was surfing out in Jersey. Yeah. That's Jersey. wild. Yeah. But there's it, not too much of that happening. It's great. But he was explaining the water is cleaner out there than it is out here. It is. It doesn't, to the naked eye, appear cleaner. But when you walk out into the water, there's not as much shell and bullshit that you're hitting on your feet when you go walking out. Ooh. Plus, you can get in the water. It gets warm. Well, the water, the, the quality is actually really better in Jersey than it is in California. That's why our food's better. You just got the yeah. occasional uh, uh, dead body that the mob dropped off in there just 
but that's like that's much better. That wasn't the mob's work. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the mom knows how to make the body sink. Oh, that's true. That was George Harrison. That's amateur shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's George, that's George Harrison's uh, uh, quote unquote ex girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is yes. just, again the woman who has no idea who he is, but. <laughs> But it's going to take money. It takes see, and that's the problem: is it takes money to buy the anchors to help them sink. It's going to take patience and time to do it right. He was George Harrison was more "do as I say, not as I do." I think that's what. <laughs> okay, one more point. About, one more point about L. I think Jared, you kind of mentioned this in our uh, intro episode. So she she starts grabbing all the boxes of egos and then walking out the store. And the guy, the the manager of the store, starts shouting at her. This was a total missed opportunity for him to say Lego my egos. Why did yeah, they yeah, not yeah. do that? <laughs> Why did they not do that? <laughs> that would be great. Lego my Yeah, he was too old. Not a good enough sense of humor. Lego my What a <laughs> Freddy Krueger would have done it. That's what she yeah. did. Yeah, that's right. Freddy, Freddy Krueger. See, Freddy Krueger was was up on that, and that uh, apparently that line that he did when he said "Welcome to Prime Time, bitch." That was an ad lib by that actor whose name escapes me right now. That was an ad lib. Oh, what is his name? I'm seeing an L in there. Oh, man. Well, nobody Google it. We'll get it. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> and, and we're gonna sit here until we do. <laughs> <laughs> Hostage. And you all, you'll listen. You goddamn millennials are going to sit here and you're going to listen. You don't fast forward. You enjoy the silence. This, this is like, uh, th- this is our version of uh, Mr. Rogers just sitting, sitting silent for a minute while we all think about it. Meanwhile, I'll teach you how to tie your shoes. <laughs> uh, I'm not doing that. Uh, Neither am I. <laughs> Robert England. England, Robert England. So there you go, everybody. Good. Was friends with Mark Hamill. They shared. An, they shared an apartment. Apparently, they shared a shower. <laughs> this top secret government agency that uses that their cover is what was it? Were they like maintenance people or are they like yeah, like TV repairmen? They were or TV repairmen. They have a yeah a. a caravan of these white panel vans that are chasing these uh kids this is when they're making their their run with l um from what mike's house she flips over one of the vans and it lands in the middle of the road so these top secret government uh agents they're uh they're evil but they're not so evil that they won't drive on people's lawns to get around (laughs) a truck that's in the middle of the street to go after yeah. the people that they've been searching for for maybe a week or several weeks. Yeah. They will kill kids, but they appreciate a nice lawn. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't even, they weren't even that nice. They were the, the ones that go, there's no sidewalk, you know? So it's all just kind of like, it gets crummy up against the edge of the of the street there. Plus, it's Well, I mean, are... the chief of the police force is a fall down drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everybody knows it. Everyone knows it too. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> they know it so much that the the 
the whatever this top secret government uh, agency is like they're not worried about him going out and spreading their story because they're like whatever who's gonna fucking believe you and I was like oh yeah that's a good point <laughs> that <laughs> is a good point <laughs> why do you believe them about him this good dude who's spouting up about MK Ultra just because you you dropped a line to the local newspaper like what, what's that gonna <laughs> yeah, fucking do your brain is soaked in gin dude and and by the way. From their research on the microfiche, apparently this newspaper's already been publishing plenty of articles about the uh, the top secret government agency doing MK Ultra experiments, and nobody gives a shit. <laughs> and how about he tells the librarian broad too? He's like, "You go start researching this paper, and we'll tag team another one. We're gonna read the same one together. <laughs> you go read one by yourself." <laughs> makes no sense a little yeah well i don't know what he was thinking why, why would he think that she's gonna go do it but remember micro microfiche was kind of cool it it felt better when you stumbled across the article that you were looking for and it felt like you were a true investigator yeah yeah you could yeah you could be looking up i don't know a, a review of the care bears movie but you felt like you were doing something really of substance yeah you were like there it is found it boom here's here's something that that drives me kind of crazy. I know this is kind of like a horror movie uh, trope, but it did seem kind of beyond the pale. When uh, Nancy and Jonathan are out, um, you know, at night in the area where Will disappeared, and she comes to the tree and finds this portal, this opening, and I don't like it when they have smart people do stupid things just to advance the plot. Why the fuck would she crawl through there alone? That should have been Steve climbing through there. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> with the baseball bat. Yeah. That oh makes no, this sense. is before. This is before they have the. Or, or no, I guess this is when they. She has the baseball bat, but without the nails in it. No, she no nails. She she left the baseball bat. That's how Jonathan found her. Oh yeah. Okay, and then crawls in there, and and of course, then we see like the 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 demogorgon, which is a really cool creature. I like it. I like the design. Yeah. Very floral. By the end of this season, do we really think that it's dead? Or I do love the end with Mike. Or no, I'm sorry. It's Will because Will is back. Will yeah. in the bathroom coughing up that slug thing. Yeah. And then so are we to presume is, is he possibly becoming the new Demogorgon? I think he's like trapped in between dimensions. So he's not just having flashbacks? No, I think I think I think he has a connection to the upside down world. He is the flea. The flea. Yeah, I remember, yeah. remember when the science teacher was saying, "Hey, man, you're an acrobat." The flea can move in and out. Oh, and that's why alongside it. Yeah, that's what the pedophilic uh, science teacher said. Thank you. Yes, I don't. I was a little <laughs> uncomfortable that he has this uh, ham radio. It's in his back room that he uses. That he locks the door. Oh, yeah. He's the only one that's got the key to it. Uh, and the principal apparently stumbles across this and isn't too concerned. Like, oh, okay, I guess that's his thing. Excuse me, <laughs> there's no windows in this room. And how much electricity is this thing taken up? A ham radio? Oh, no, no electricity? I actually don't know. This is a, that's an interesting, because don't ham radios need, you need to install like on your roof. I remember from listening to Art Bell all these years, talked about having to like install all these uh, huge antennas. I think there's a house 
near me um, over on Fallbrook that has like a bunch of antennas on the roof. And I'm like, oh, I think that's a ham radio operator. Yeah, I think you got to have some major antennas. So the principal is just not concerned about any of that? School district's fine with it? The principal also let that fight between Mike and that bully kid go on until they were done and then says, hey, what's going on over here? I think the, <laughs> the principal might, might, be, might have a little uh, hopper in him. Yeah. Yeah. Clean up your piss and he's, get out of here. He's kind of like, okay, I'll let you have your uh, pedophile ham radio closet as long as you don't start going through my mini fridge underneath my desk. Yeah. That's sacred ground, that mini fridge. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, you know, you got to keep the vodka cold. You don't want room temperature vodka. It's got to keep it a secret from the chief. Chief will eat him out of house and home. <laughs> yeah, because the, only because the chief is going to take his stash. He's going to take his stash to yeah. protect his stash from the chief. Road Sody. Always banging Winona Ryder and the Gremlin. <laughs> I, I do like the image that, that it's in the backseat of the Gremlin. I'm picturing him driving her car drunk while she gives him Roadhead. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. All right. She finally stopped screaming for once. <laughs> that's, 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 like like Hopper doesn't even doesn't even really like totally enjoy it, but he's just like at least it just sh- it'll shut her he's hell like, up. <laughs> Give it a minute to think. At least I don't have to hear her screaming about Will and the lights for like. And her hair. I mean, I know it's it's eighties, but oh. I hated it. It looks like she came out of the came out of a sauna all the time, right? Yeah, it was flat, and it was it had a um, it almost took on a mullet look. It there were I know there were pieces on the side, but it wasn't cute. A mullet look for sure. They were like, let's make you look like a single mom in the eighties. <laughs> the kind that fucks drunks. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, this is going uh, back a little bit because we've kind of moved toward the end. But the scene with Jonathan's, when Jonathan goes to visit his dad. Oh, and his dad's fucking the preteen? Yeah. Uh, is she a pre- preteen? Is she, is, she, is she a teenager? Is she a kid? She was young, but I felt like she was definitely like an adult, right? Like yeah. post-college. That's what I thought. I, 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 I she hoping. probably didn't go to college. but She's probably old enough to buy booze. She has my favorite line of the show. It was when Jonathan leaves, and I I wrote this one down word for word. She tells him he's kind of cute. Maybe trade you in for the younger model. (laughs) So fucking trashy. I was like, this is great. Yeah, that's a good line. They're a perfect couple. They are. Yeah, they're super trashy for each other. Uh (laughs) I just I'm like, I feel like so... she's like 21 or 22. Yeah. Was molested by an uncle, maybe her dad. Okay. And so now she's or the science instead teacher. of being yeah, could have been the Although <laughs> I feel like the science teacher is more into male. Yeah, he's more Michael Jackson with it. Yeah, like he's like who's this bitch? Yeah. When Elle shows up, he's like why is she here? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't Yeah, he wants to know Yeah, he does get like kind of protective, right? Like get her he's out like, of there. Yeah, get her lunch. I don't like her. I don't like her look. Yeah. <laughs> but he does go for, for Asian women. So yeah. at least they're... Now, how do we know that he goes for Asians? I, I missed this part. Oh, he's watching uh, The Thing on TV with her uh, at his house. Um, Remember the when... toothless kid called... Uh... Yeah, Dustin. Oh, right, right, right. To how to make the... 
the tub. Yeah, the yeah. the sensory deprivation chamber. Yeah, he. I was just surprised that y- you know he was able to find her out in the middle of Indiana in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, Lucas being there was already a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. No, my school had one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the deputy. And the deputy. Oh yeah, and the deputy too. That's right. Yeah. Maybe Lucas. Oh, was that his must son. be Lucas's dad. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although, no, wait, we did see Lucas's parents at the funeral. Yeah, we did see them at the funeral. Yeah. Oh, right. They should have had Danny Glover play his dad because that would have been like such a nod to the 80s as well. That's That would have been good. Danny Glover is an interesting character. You know, I've never seen all of Lethal Weapon. I started watching it once. It was like, nope, this is not for me. Yeah, it's it seemed really stupid. Same, man, yeah. Mel Gibson's got the same hair as Winona Ryder in, in the Lethal Weapons. That's it. That's exactly it. He wears it. it better though. He does, yeah, because at least he 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 does he adds a blow dryer to kind of poof it up in the front. Yeah, it's got to get some lift in there. <laughs> oh, the the tub for the so she can get into the. Oh, the the sensory deprivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. There it is. I got a question about that. Yeah, it's a kiddie pool. Does sensory deprivation really work in the middle of a gym when you're surrounded by people just watching you? I feel like that's a very uncomfortable way. To, although I guess she was doing it in the government facility, like in full view of a bunch of people. But usually they put you into like a, an ISO chamber where she's like an open micer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's got to just fail or do whatever in front of everybody. Yeah, it's right. The open mic version of a sensory deprivation tank. Well, Joe Rogan told me about it in his podcast. So oh, here we go. <laughs> I was just going to bring up Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. This is this is probably what people who listen to Joe Rogan do end up doing is they just get a kiddie pool and put on some duct tape goggles and just float and be like, oh, yeah, man, I'm totally doing it. Uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe Rogan. Oh, man. I like Joe Rogan when he was just the fear factor guy. <laughs> yeah. Then when you heard his thoughts, you're like, all right. You're <laughs> like, just know. stick to the script, buddy. Let us let us know what we're about to watch these four people do. Yeah, those are simpler times. Yeah, when you when you have a really stiff neck and you do a lot of edibles, <laughs> you get you, your paranoia confirms that everything that nutcase says is true. <laughs> I like I like your note about the stiff neck carrying a lot of tension in those shoulders. Yeah, needs to relax. He needs to find himself an Asian to work those out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where he fucked up, man. Well, but see, the science teacher is keeping them all for himself. Yeah. Well, the, he's yeah, loose. He's like, hey, let me show you. <laughs> he's got to stay loose because he's so stressed out about this secret life that he's living with his <laughs> yes. students. Yes. Someday they're going to find out. That's he's right. got her on retainer. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but they were watching They were watching the movie uh, The Thing. Have you guys ever, ever seen that? I no. don't think I've seen The Thing. John Carpenter did some cool shit. And that's what they're watching on there. Um, and so, yeah, this this show has uh, 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 some homages to uh, the thing. Oh, I think uh, Carpenter did The Fog, too. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. In uh, Jonathan's room, he has an Evil Dad poster. Oh, yeah. I saw that, uh, too, before uh, before the dad came in and told him to take it down. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that was the first Evil Dead. That one has a scene where a woman inappropriate gets raped by a yeah, tree. Yeah. That scene where the woman gets raped by the tree is pretty uncomfortable, I got to admit. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Evil Dead 2 is much more fun. That's a rape that'll stay with you after. I mean, physically stay with you. Obviously, they stay mentally, but 
She probably had a bunch of splinters. I worry about splinters. You don't get those out. You got an infection. But speaking of like, you know, something that stays with you, it does seem like after all the trauma that Will went through by the end there in season of uh, episode eight, seems like he's, everything is fine. Except, of course, when he goes to the bathroom and he's alone, which I which I appreciated. But what the fuck was he coughing up? And why the fuck didn't he just go tell somebody what happened? Yeah. I'm like, did you not just see what everybody had to go through? That's a good point. You don't just say like, hey, 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 this shit ain't done yet. We got to get the girl back. We got to rip these pipes out, whatever we got to do. Where did the yeah, girl man. go? Where did Elle go? She disinter- or like disappears when she's fighting against the Demogorgon. I think she's in the other dimension. Yeah. So we, we presume uh, that she's coming back. I know you, you already know this, Aaron. So does she, does she come back in season two? She does. Yeah. Okay. I knew it. You know who doesn't come back in season two <laughs> is that Barb. <laughs> what? No way. <laughs> oh, man. Janet Reno's gone. <laughs> she's got to get ready to take care of the Branch Davidians in Waco. <laughs> she's, got a, she's, got a big, she's got a big future ahead of her. She found a girl that likes her back. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's good. I felt so bad for her. <laughs> I know I felt bad for her even just when they're at the party. It's yeah, like dude, I felt I'm like, oh man, what a good friend you are, you driver. And Nancy's a shitty ass friend too, because she's like, All right, well, hey, I'm gonna get laid now, so I need you to disappear. So my my wife is very upset about Nancy's treatment of, of Barbara. My, my my wife is like, uh, you should listen to Barbara. Why is she like treating Barbara this way? And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel like Nancy's actually doing anything terribly wrong either. She's like 17, 18 years old. I like seniors in high school. Like it's kind of the time. Yeah, okay, it's maybe not the best decision, but you know, you gotta you make mistakes. You'll probably you know move on. And he's not like the worst guy. I mean, I don't know. I'm just looking at it from the aspect of a parent you know what too he after they had sex next day he comes into school he's all cutesy with her he's not like don't i ain't gonna talk to you anymore i got what i came for like he legitimately liked her yeah yeah and that's what my my uh wife was expecting she was expecting it to just like uh ignore her i'm like no i don't i don't think i don't think that happens as much as movies like to make it seem like it does yeah not if they are there's a courtship that takes place before the boning yes yeah. true true if it's like oh they have sex at a party well yeah he's probably not going to talk to you again that's true that's that that is that is different yeah because then he's like he's like oh shit i could have uh, i made a mistake you know it could it could have been barb yeah. <laughs> well he's not just like a one-dimensional like you know jock guy yeah, that's why I liked his character too, I, and I actually thought the actor was pretty good. I, I thought Nancy was was the best, and then and then he was he was right up there, and then I, and then I, I think my third favorite character is uh, Will and Nancy's dad, not Will and Nancy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike and Nancy's <laughs> dad. <laughs> He's- with the glass and the eyes, like ah, he cracks me up. They use him just enough too, just a little, just a little sprinkling here and there, and just uh, he's he's funny. I have another question though about um the ending. Um, where is Hooper going? He where, I he made some agreement with them. I remember before they went into the the upside down world. Uh, but he leaves the hospital and gets into the uh the government car. Oh yeah, now he's gonna work for them. 
Oh, he's got to work for them? No, 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 I mean, like, that's what it looks like. It's like, okay, now you work for us. Oh. And then he gave the egos to the, uh, in that storage box, which I think goes in the upside down world. No, it's not, he's not in the upside down world, is he? No, but I think that box kind of. Well, he leaves the egos. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he goes out into the woods and puts them in a, uh, in, in a little box. Um, yeah, it's like some sandwiches and egos or some. The, the egos are clear, like reference. And a bag um, of Coke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And some rolled up dollar bills. She only uses hundreds. She's very, yeah. very particular that way. Oh, hoity toity. <laughs> yeah. She's a wasp, too. Oh, yeah. That's the waspy wine. <laughs> There should be people smoking in this show. In the 80s, in Indiana, there should be a lot of people smoking. Oh, well, I guess who, uh, Hopper does. smoking all the time. Hop, yeah, he's in the bar smoking. Oh, really? Wait. When, when he's getting on the dude that, uh, when he beats the shit out of the guy outside of the bar. Oh, yeah, the chief's smoking a lot, too. Winona Ryder, too. Oh, yeah, she loves him. The woman with the Chardonnay should be smoking some Virginia Slims, though. Very waspy. <laughs> yeah, and then spraying. So nobody knows she smokes. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Spraying the Glade. Yes. Yeah. Or it would probably just be Lysol back then. I don't even know if they had Glade. Yeah. Or oh. she's just like, she's spraying her Jean Nate. <laughs> <laughs> walking into it so she doesn't smell like sex. Oh, that would that would be fucking, that would make her my absolute favorite character. Oh, man. I would, I would be on her, her, with her camp. If they had her doing that. Fingers crossed for season three. Hey, I hope whoever's writing Stranger Things is going to listen in on some of these ideas that we got. Absolutely. We got cold over here. I mean, if for no other reason, then they got to get that uh, can of spray hair for uh, for Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What's your wardrobe lady doing? Virginia Slims. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking The easy. kid, like someone comes home and she's like, I'll be right there. Well, and then real quick, like, putting out the cigarette and spraying. <laughs> well, because Virginia Slims are the classy cigarette. Yeah, that's, that's what the ladies yeah. smoke. <laughs> and the skanks smoke the marble reds. Lucas's mom and dad would probably smoke the Newports then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or was, or, or at, maybe marble menthol lights because yeah. they were living around a bunch of white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Newports would, would hit it too much on the head. So yeah, you go for the popular brand. But they do. They did have a menthol one. Yeah. They can't even. They can't even ask the guy at the counter for the Newports. It's. <laughs> yeah. Want to get exposed? It's too cliche. I didn't even know that that was like a stereotype until like I was an adult because I know when we were in high school, my friends, like, I guess it was a skateboarding thing, but they, they would all smoke menthols. There was like a lot of the roughnecks that went to my school. They would be like the ones that were like, oh, we smoke weed too. Yeah. They'd be smoking Newports. But I was like, I got to smoke what I can commandeer from my mom's purse. So <laughs> oh, and what were those? I was a Marble Lights girl. Marble Lights. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hard pack or soft pack? Oh, we were hard pack people. Hard pack. Yeah, of course you got to go hard yeah. pack. <laughs> we don't want the chicken ruined. You know what? I'm getting crushed. What was the deal? Why would they even make the soft pack? I never understood that. <laughs> I think the soft pack was for the the people that like to carry them in their flannel pocket there, oh. right up by their tit. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, nice. I bet you the chief smokes soft pack cigarettes. 
Oh, yeah. And he sits on him and he ruins him and he don't care. He just rips him in half and lights him up anyway. Then, yeah, half, half of him he's just smoking unfiltered. That's just the man's way to do it. Yeah. Whatever. I'm a real man. And those are definitely Marlboro Reds. Did, we already, did you already clarify that? He's definitely a Marlboro Reds guy. Oh, he'd have to be. Yeah. Or like maybe Camels. Camels. For me as a Marble Light girl, I could do Camel Lights or... My favorite substitute were the cocaine cigarettes, the Parliament Lights. <laughs> oh, no, no, wait, why are those cocaine cigarettes? Because you could put a little bump in oh, that. They had like yeah. the little space on the tip there. Yeah, yeah, the part that you can just keep it clenched in your teeth. That's right. Okay. Do it. So, you can just do a quick bump. So clearly that's what Elle smokes. Elle smokes Parliaments because it's got room for her coat. Yeah, Parliaments. What do you think Matthew Mo- Modine or Modine, however you say his last name, I can never remember. He's Papa. And he's an 80s actor. Yeah, because I recognize the name. I know the name is... is... He was much thinner in the movie. I, I can't place one thing that he was in right now, but he had like a like an ashy blonde color hair. What, what, what does the mad scientist smoke? What would it be? A pipe. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. I was I was gonna say hand rolled. Like he's so sophisticated yeah. to be hand rolled, but yeah. I like the pipe. That's definitely like the a pipe. Better. Oh, he's one of those douchebags, and it's probably like you know, <laughs> he, he, it's, it's like a shitty a, a shitty pipe. That's like a five dollar pipe from like Jewel Osco or something. But he treats it like it's really sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. He sucked for being such like a a well known actor, or a popular actor. He didn't really seem to do be given much to do but he also was just like really really bland he wasn't even all that threatening either no he wasn't he didn't have enough of a i mean geez i feel like anthony michael hall would have been more scary (laughs) he would have been good or the villain character from shape of water what's that guy's name oh i didn't see that i didn't see it either michael shannon would have been perfect. Oh, Michael Shannon. He would have been perfect. You're right. I'm sure I'm getting like the the idea that he would be perfect for this role because it's a similar role to what he played in The Shape of Water, which is actually I didn't I wasn't really too into watching it, but it's actually a good movie. It's very it's fun. It's it's more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah, she fucks a fish, but it's it's a you know it's a little bit more than that. It's she just beautiful looking. Yeah, it's a fish man. Like oh okay. Well, I mean that's that's okay. I guess. <laughs> He's so expressive with his eyes and his face. Like this Matthew Modine, it was just like, uh, I don't know. Like I wasn't really threatened by it, but he could have. Yeah. His eyes aren't scary enough. No. Michael Shannon's got to look like he might have a screw loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In real life. He's awesome. I fucking love that guy. Well, and his one eye kind of has its own agenda. <laughs> yeah. It's that. Yeah. The, the, the two eyes are not in sync. One, one yeah. of its own. <laughs> You know who else who I felt bad for too was the guy who owned a diner. <laughs> oh, Benny! Yeah, he took a bullet to the head. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, have you been molested?" I'm like, "Yo, you look like the molester." I'm like, "Oh, 80s times were different." You know, and I did kind of appreciate that because, like, they were going for yeah, you were you were feeling a little unsure about him. I'm, I'm one of those people that believes that like, most people are pretty good. Um, yeah. And the odds are that it is going to be somebody who's just going to be like, oh, it's a kid. You know, I'm going to try to look after them. But I don't understand why you don't call the police right away. Like, first, you're going to feed them. Like, because you don't you don't want to be like kind of like alone with this kid in your yeah. diner. Because, yeah. again, if it, if it is a, a kid who's a trauma survivor, they can interpret anything as like being some sort of unsavory act. You just don't want to have have to deal with that. So you call the social services right away i will say though there was a total surprise when he got shot in the head i was not yeah, expecting I didn't see that that. that was refreshing so i like that 
even though I liked him. He would have had a chance maybe at Winona if he'd have survived. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. He would have been Winona's, like, <laughs> when she was done messing around with drunks. She was looking for a good man. Uh, well, we only saw him at the end of his shift. We didn't We didn't see him after his shift. He seems like the guy who enjoys a beer. He enjoys a beer, but he doesn't uh, He doesn't wake up with one. He doesn't rinse his mouth out with it after he brushes his teeth. Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't wake and bake. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Well, he's got it. He's and he's 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 a small business owner. So he's yeah. that. He's he's put together. He's got to be responsible for his business where the chief is just like, you know, I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get someone else on it. Yeah, he's not very good. Yeah, he's constantly telling telling people to just take a statement, go, go get him out of here. Yeah, but then but then of course he he'll go on and he'll do he'll infiltrate a top secret government facility. That scene, by the way, that was very much Naked Gun esque to me. That did not feel legitimate at all. Like what is what? And then he's he's infiltrating a top secret government facility, and then at a certain point, after he's just able to, of course, just knock people out just by hitting them over the head. It doesn't really work that way. Then he just starts screaming Will's name. Like you're you broken into this place and you're trying to avoid people. Yeah, how about a little more stealth? And what's your exit strategy? Those are the things that run through my mind. I don't think he has an exit strategy. Well, he he was going in there drunk. He was just like... You know, I, for, I overlooked that. Of course, he was drunk. He, he chugged a Budweiser. <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. I could do this. I've seen this in a movie once. Yeah. But then also... I feel like he would have knocked something over or he, <laughs> yes. like, he would have made some kind of a noise trying to get in there. He doesn't have the the figure, the build for someone who knows how to be, uh, have more finesse. He's very much 2019 Steven Seagal and they're, and they're <laughs> making him look like Jet Li, like uh, as though he's able to have this stealth. But yes, yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's stumbling around. <laughs> <laughs> he's like slamming his hand in the door. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This keypad doesn't work. I'm <laughs> Man, they need to. So it sounds like when they do remake the show, as they do everything eventually, we need to make sure that we have this scene of him breaking in as a doddering drunk. And then we definitely need to have the mom uh, smoking Virginia Slims and covering the yes. smell up with Lysol. That's yeah. huge. I want to see that. I think they should fan out her husband a little more too. A little bit. Yeah, I want to see a little bit more of him. Does he so is he back in uh season 2? I can't recall. I hope they didn't replace him with Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> <laughs> so that wraps up season 1 of Stranger Things. We will be back next week with our take on season 2. Um, and then the following week we'll dive into our first episode of season 3. We'll be going episode by episode for uh, season 3 of Stranger Things and beyond. So, uh, Aaron, if people want to find out more about you, um, where can they look you up if they would so choose? I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. Just Aaron Minogue. Awesome. Oh, on Facebook, I'm Erin Marie Minogue. Oh, ooh, getting fancy. Got the middle name there. Yeah, I'm a sassy bitch on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, Jared, where can people find out more about you? All right. I'm on Instagram. It's my name spelled backwards. It's a uh, Diraj Nivelle. And I, I'm going to, I got to get rid of my Twitter again. I, I have a small chance of doing it. I'm submitting 
a writing thing for Saturday Night Live, and dude, they're gonna fuck with me if they find some of the shit I wrote. I talk about eating pussy with chopsticks. Uh, eating pussy with chopsticks. Okay. <laughs> See, Aaron, and you thought that Jared didn't have any misogynistic streak in him. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm sorry. It makes me feel like home. Well, good. But actually, but at least he's he, at, at least you're all about uh, pleasuring the women. So that's that's good. You know, you, you know what? That's actually more of a selfless. Thing. I don't know if I want a chopstick in my pussy. Yeah, let's I'll just drop the chopsticks. Let's just talk about eating it. <laughs> We're getting back to splinters. Yeah. You have to get really the really fancy chopsticks that are um, the washable ones. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, definitely washable. OK. Oh, OK. So it's not it's not those cheap ones that you split split apart. Yeah, okay. I was picturing it like a doctor when you go in and he's like opening up a new, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> new sterilized tools to use on you. Yeah, and the, yeah, they're polished. They're they're definitely polished steel. Okay, well, so the only thing you really got to worry about is is the temperature. You got to warm them up first. Those things are probably cold. <laughs> okay, all right. Anyway, so uh, so no more Twitter, but uh, Instagram at uh, Diraj Novell. Yeah. Uh, you can find this podcast and more, um, including our uh, Season 8 Game of Thrones podcast at Bandcast.com and uh, at Bandcast at Twitter and all that jazz. Send us some email. You got some questions about Stranger Things or about anything that we've said, uh, you can email it to Bandcast at gmail.com. Uh, so that'll do it, guys. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back again soon with another episode of Stranger Things, a Downside Up podcast. Stranger.